morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in your day, thank you for spending this time with me. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. To be an empath is to carry the weight of others' emotions, a silent burden of profound depth. It means feeling the joy and sorrow of strangers as if they were your own. The heart's empathy knows no boundaries. To be an empath is to see the world through others' eyes, to understand their pain and their delight, to glimpse the world in countless shades of feeling. It means being a healer, offering solace to the wounded hearts, a balm to the world's wounds. It is a gift a curse, a sacred responsibility. To be an empath is to be a beacon of compassion in a world that sometimes forgets the power of kindness, a vessel of understanding in a sea of chaos. It means walking in another's shoes, feeling their struggles and victories, and in doing so, forging connections that transcend words. To be an empath is to be a witness to the human experience an advocate for the voiceless, a guardian of the soul. It is calling to love deeply, to feel profoundly, and to bring light to the darkest corners of our shared humanity. Hello, dear friends. I hope that your week is going well. Uh, I am sitting here this morning uh, attempting to record this, having a little bit of technical difficulties with my program, but I'm listening to the rain and enjoying that and just settling in to talk to you this morning. The poem that I started with is actually um, anonymous. It was written, I don't know who wrote it, but I felt like it really captured what I wanted to talk about this morning. So in coming to you every single week, um, I've had a great time talking about the things that I get to talk about when I ask you to tune in and I ask you to listen and find value in what I say. And I ask you to, um, to trust me and, and thinking about what I want to talk about this week, it just really kept coming and settling into my mind and my spirit that I just wanted to share more deeply with you. I wanted to share something more personal. I think that's how we build trust. And I think that it's only fair when I'm asking you every single week to um, to get to know me through these conversations, and especially if you're a client of mine and you already share very personal things with me, I just felt like it was time for me to to reciprocate a little more and to really extend myself and put myself out there. Um, Every time I've sat down the last couple days to start recording this. It has become an emotional experience for me, and that's okay. That's, um, that's actually part of what I'm talking to you about today. So uh, I want to talk to you about my journey as an empath, and if I'm able to fit it all into about 20 minutes, um, talk about kind of where I started, the journey that I took, and where I am today. And, you know, part of the reason is, again, building that trust with you, 
And also, I know that there are many empaths out there listening right now. You may know you're an empath. You may not. You may be in the beginning stages of learning what that even means. Um, You may be in the middle of your journey, or you may already be very proficient in your abilities. But I think that it's important for us to share with each other and to learn from each other and to know that there are others out there that we are not alone when we're going through this and that there are others out there who understand. Um, I do want to emphasize at this point um, that I believe every human being is capable of empathy. So I don't want to, um, you know, when I said that there are those out there listening right now that are empaths, I believe that there are certain people that are born with this in a way that they they couldn't avoid it if they tried. And believe me, a lot have tried. <laughs> and then there are those that are able to successfully somehow push back that part of themselves and somewhat kind of destroy that side of them where, you know, there are people in this world um, that do not show empathy and that from all intents and purposes appear to not be able to experience that and just don't have the capability of it. I believe that every person is born with that capability, but it's up to us to nurture that side of us or to fight against it. But I believe that there are certain ones, it just comes more natural, if you will, and is almost impossible to avoid it or shut it down. And I do want to be very clear, this does not mean that those who it comes more natural to be empathetic is better than anybody else. We all have gifts. We all have abilities that come more natural to us than others. And for some people, this is one of them. And for me, my journey probably started very, very young. I could go back and probably give you examples of dreams that I had um, where some deeper emotions were trying to tell me something, but I was honestly just too young to even understand what was happening. And it was more of just dreams that scared me as a child. But definitely as a teenager, I get that pretty much all teenagers go through a lot and deal with depression and deal with anxieties, especially these days. But there was, I always just felt so much emotion. and. The people around me seemed to take life a little easier than I did. And a lot of times life just felt way too heavy. And I went through some really hard, dark times, if you will. And I wasn't really sure if things were ever going to look any different. I I didn't know anything other than to feel such heavy emotions. 
But again, that was very early on. I would never even heard of an empath or what that meant and what that was. I didn't, as far as I knew, everything I was feeling was from me. And I now look back and can see that it was not, that I was feeling a lot of what was going on around me. In my early 20s, I can remember a time when the emotions became so heavy I didn't know if there was a spirit of oppression attacking me. Um, I, I just wanted to not feel it anymore. And I think that is the point that a lot of people come to and they start to really fight it and they start to really try to shut it down. And for the longest time, you know, growing up the way I did, um, with the religious background that I did, I just thought it was something I needed to pray away. And that's what I tried to do. Thankfully, you know, over the years, it it was still something I didn't understand. But I started to try to figure out how to work with it because it wasn't going anywhere. These heavy emotions that most of the time didn't even feel like they were mine. Let me give you an example. I can remember reading about in the paper, this was back when we had newspapers more prevalent. (laughs) I can remember reading about a young child that unfortunately drowned in the family pool. And it sat with me so heavy. I didn't know this family. But by the time I got to the end of my day, I was curled up in bed under the blankets, unable to get out of bed, under such heavy emotions of grief and despair. I get emotional today, and that was 30-something years ago, and I get emotional today still just thinking about it. Maybe it wasn't 30-something years ago. Maybe it was 20-something years ago. (laughs) I may be making myself older here. But I can remember feeling it so heavy as if I was feeling the mother's pain. I had never been in the room with this mother. I just read her story. And I kept telling, you know, before I got to that point at the end of my day, I kept telling other people about this. And I think what I was doing was I was looking for someone to share this pain with me. When I look back, I didn't want to feel what I was feeling Or I at least wanted to know that it was normal. So I kept telling other people, thinking that either they would share this pain with me and somehow it would make it easier for me to carry it, or at least I would see that they were struggling with it just as hard and I wouldn't feel like the outcast. I wouldn't feel like the weirdo that couldn't seem to get past this emotion that at the time I didn't know, but wasn't even mine. And everyone else was like, oh, that's sad, and would move on with their day. And I'm like, why can't I do that? What is wrong with me? And that was when I really started wondering, like, what is this that I need to just pray off of me like something is attacking me? Because it didn't, I didn't understand what was happening. And nobody else in my immediate circle seemed to experience the same. And like I said, by the end of that day, I was in bed and literally couldn't get out of bed. I was in tears. I felt grief. I felt despair. Sorry. It's still emotional to think about. 
And now who I am today, I can look back and, and I can recognize that somehow, and this, this doesn't happen often. Typically, I'm in the room with the person before I feel what they're feeling. But somehow, in just reading about this mother's loss, I took on her emotion. And I didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't know how to protect myself. And I didn't know how to release it. And I didn't know how to ground myself. And I didn't know how to heal. And those are all the things that over the years I have thankfully learned how to do. But for years, I didn't even understand what was happening and just dealt with a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety and a lot of hopelessness. And that's how it went on for about a decade or so. And then I went through some difficult things myself that were extraordinarily heavy and took a lot of looking inward and a lot of figuring out who I am and how I want to battle these things and how I want to walk through these things and what my healing needed to look like. And I think through that reflecting inward, I started to unravel who I was. I started to unravel the mystery of feeling these emotions. And I started to honestly deconstruct what I had always just been taught to believe. And I started, I decided I'm going to stop trying to pray this thing away. And I'm going to figure out what it is. And I'm going to figure out why it's a part of me. And I'm going to figure out how to work with it instead of against it. And on the other side of what I was dealing with emotionally in my personal life and getting through that, I was really able to start breaking down and looking at what was going on with my emotions and still had never really heard of empath. To be honest, I don't remember the day or the moment that I discovered the word empath, but I remember how it made me feel. I no longer felt like an outcast. I no longer felt like there was something wrong with me. I finally had a name for it, and I finally started to understand that what I was feeling wasn't always mine. And somehow, even though it's still difficult to carry those things sometimes, Somehow, it made it a little lighter and a little easier to know that I can feel this with this person. And in doing so, it tends to, seems to help them. And I can sit with this person in this dark place. But then when I walk away from that circumstance, I know how to ground myself now. I know how to release it. It's not mine to have to keep carrying. And in that way, it has become a blessing that I've been able to be there and sit with people and make sure they're not alone through whatever it is they're facing, whatever heaviness they're carrying, 
I can carry it with them for that small part of their journey. And then I'm allowed to release it. And at first there was some guilt with that. Who am I to get to release it and set it down while they're still having to carry it? But the fact is, I can't carry it all. And if I did, I wouldn't be any use to anybody, including myself. I have to give myself grace to know it's okay to set it down when they don't need me to help carry it anymore. And, excuse me, and I've started to set boundaries for myself and I've started to recognize where my limits are and to not feel like I have to overburden myself. And I have found what heals me and I have found what works for me in releasing what's not mine. And there are many different ways to do that. And maybe I can start talking about that in another episode. Because trust me, talking about being an empath and everything that it entails, I could talk about it for days. But I don't want this to go for too, too long. And I do want to talk about where I'm at now and how this has brought me where I'm at sitting here with you and talking with clients. So I had to figure out how to, like I said, work with being an empath and not against it because it's just being straight up and honest that most empaths, and I don't believe I've met one yet that wouldn't say this, feel that this is a blessing and a curse. It is difficult to carry your own emotions. It can sometimes be overwhelming to carry yours and others. But it's also such a blessing to be able to be there for someone, to sit in their dark moment and not just feel sorry for them, but to feel, to feel what they're feeling and to see their face change to see that they felt you carry some of that for them and to know that something you were able to do that to be honest sometimes I don't even fully understand what it is that I do for for my clients or for my friends that I've been able to sit with I don't always feel like I did very much but sit with them but somehow to look at them and see that that made a difference for them that they didn't feel quite alone anymore. That they felt someone listened and truly, truly heard and felt what they're experiencing. That was when I realized I had something the world needed. And I wanted to find a way to help more than just my immediate circle. For those of you that know me know, this is not an ego thing. I don't think I'm better than anybody. But I have such a passion for seeing those hurting and finding a way, just the smallest little way that I can help in healing some of that hurt, in bridging some of those gaps, in connecting people 
And that's all I want to do. I am humbled every single time someone tells me that I helped make a difference for them. I truly take it to heart. I don't ever take it for granted. And it truly has become a blessing. And being able to do life coaching, being able to talk to you on this platform has just been a way that I have found to extend what I can do and learning my place in this world and my purpose. And I think that it's important that we remember sometimes our purpose isn't some big grandioso, you know, the whole world sees it and remembers you kind of deal. But if I can make a difference in even my smallest circle or my extended circle or just if I can make the difference in one person's life, I fulfilled my purpose. And I just want you to know whether you are an empath or whether you wonder if you are, you've been dealing with things that you don't fully understand where all the emotions coming from. I know if you empath that the struggle has been so overwhelming that they've done their best to shut it down. They've done their best to avoid it. They avoid going out into public because feeling the emotions of others is just so overwhelming. And there are different levels of impasse. There are impasse that can feel what others are feeling in a more physical sense. They become physically ill. They get headaches. They become nauseous. They have chest pains. Thankfully, most of the time, that is not what I experience. I experience more on the emotional level, but I know empaths who experience it on a physical level. And I can't imagine how difficult it is because they're dealing with both. They're dealing with the emotional and the physical. And I just want you to know you're not alone. I just want you to know that there are ways of healing. There are ways of regulating this. There are ways of setting boundaries to protect yourself. And if nothing else, I just want you to know, I hear you. I see you. And I feel you. I wasn't really sure what all I was going to say today. Typically for an episode, I have notes in front of me that kind of help me stay on track with my conversation to make sure I hit the high points and things that I wanted to say. And every time I sat down to try to type some kind of notes, it just kept coming back. Just speak from the heart. Just speak from the heart today. And I was still like, but what if I don't say some of the important things about Shannon and Beth? And the thing is, I, I will go back and listen to this in case anything needs to be edited or adjusted. And I will probably critique, critique myself and, oh, I should have talked about this or I should have talked about that. And did I really make a point here? And, but the fact is, I just, I just talked to you today in whatever came to mind about my journey as an empath, my struggles as an empath. And I didn't get as in-depth about 
the process of learning about being an empath as I thought I would today. And I do hope to share more about that in a future episode because I think that it's a, it's, it's was a very vital and important part of my journey in discovering who I was, what I was and what, what this all meant. But maybe something I said today still hit home for you. And I just wanted to close with a quote from Brene Brown. Empathy is simply listening, holding space, withholding judgment, emotionally connecting, and communicating that incredibly healing message of, you are not alone. So if anyone out there is just needing someone to sit with them, to hold that space, to feel emotionally connected and communicate, if you just need to know that you are not alone, I'll be right here. 